My name is Krintar the Wise. I belong to a group of subterranean humanoid locust people known as the Swarm. This recording shall serve as my last will and testament for what I am about to do just may end in my demise. January the 3rd, 2,000 years plus 20 more. As my title implies, I am the wisest insect person here in the catacombs. A soothsayer, so to speak. My antennae pick up on the anxious vibrations of troubled locust folk here in the catacombs. They come to me when they find themselves at a crossroads, in dire need of consolement and advice. As the protector of my people, I could no longer stand by and watch as the swarm was exploited and violated by a deplorable dictator. You see, the swarm worships a giant, morbidly obese insect man known as the Roach King. And every month, the Roach King summons all the males of the swarm to his chambers to engage in what is called the Blessed Bukaki, a ceremony in which the Roach King opens his shell and all of the locust folk males crawl upon his hulking, gelatinous body and empty their ejaculate sacks onto his face and chest. The Roach King claims that this practice is done so as to fertilize him with the seed of the locust folk so that he may give birth to millions of larvae and further the evolution of the swarm, similar to that of a queen bee in her hive. But the thing is, the locust folk men are fully capable of copulating with their female counterparts and do so all the time. I myself have built a beautiful family, a wife, two children. So there's really no need to engage in this heinous ceremony at all. And not just that, but the Roach King is a male, and therefore is incapable of being impregnated. The Blessed Bukaki has been going on for centuries, and not once has the Roach King produced any sort of larvae. After years of enduring this violation, I have had enough. It has become quite clear to me that the putrid Roach King is nothing more than a giant, fat, hedonistic fiend who has used his power to persuade the fine locust folk of the swarm to satisfy his perverted sexual desires. Tomorrow, I shall confront the Roach King and liberate the people of the swarm once and for all. Wish me luck. January the 4th, 2,000 years plus 20 more. I have been banished from the catacombs. I interrupted this month's blessed Bukaki and called out the Roach King for his crimes against the swarm. The Roach King accused me of being anthropotophobic and even went so far as to smear my reputation by invoking a propaganda campaign. A propaganda campaign is essentially propaganda directed at insects who are still in their pupa stage, so that by the time they hatch, the negative information is already ingrained in their psyches, leading them to be born with an inherent.
inherent hatred of me. I have no more than three days to vacate the catacombs. If I fail to do so, I will be tossed into the Cave of Sorrows, where I will be bound in spider webs that will slowly constrict until my head pops off my torso, and then said head will be fed to the praying mantis as my family looks on in horror. Extradition is no better, for we locust folk melt when exposed to direct sunlight, which means I am playing what the superterranean humans call a losing hand, or in my case, a losing tarsus. Either I succumb to the wrath of the spiders in the Cave of Sorrows, or I am melted into a puddle of goo by the sun. I shan't let my family endure such horrors, so I have chosen the latter. If I could flutter my wings fast enough to turn back time, I would not change a thing. I would rather die free than live as a slave in the hive. I hope that my sacrifice may shed some light on the matter and expose the true nature of the Roach King. If I must die for the well-being of the swarm, then so be it. It shall be worth it if it means that the young locust folk of tomorrow may one day be able to live their lives free from the clutches of the Roach King. I shall sign off now. I must give my parting words to my family, though I will soon be reduced to a puddle of goo upon setting foot outside. I dread the coming conversation far more than agonizing death. January the 5th. There is hope for me yet. I have reached out to the portly radio show host the superterranean people call Squatch Ronson. He has always been open to bridging the gap between man and locust folk. So I was hopeful that he may harbor me from the sun's malevolent gaze. He has an idea in mind on how to protect me. A copper deep-sea diving suit used by nautonauts of days old. He has also offered me a career on his show. Something the superterranean folk call traffic correspondent. I am unfamiliar with the title, but I shall gladly accept. January the 6th, I have arrived at the radio station. Squatch Ronson sent his mutant alligator man to meet me at the Northern Seastern. He came with the deep sea diving suit in tow. It fits a bit loose, but it will do. Together we scaled the ladder that leads to the water retention basin downtown. The gator man exited first lifting the grate for me to pass through. I hesitantly stepped foot beyond the safety of the sewer system. To my surprise, I neither melted into goo nor burst into flames. I must hand it to the radio man. This suit has surpassed my expectations. It's strange, walking around Dogsnow County outside the constraints of the sacred molting. It has always been that I must wait 13 years between above-ground visits, as that is how long it takes for a locust person to molt. 
the old skin creating a temporary barrier to shield me from the sun. But here I was, walking on fresh soil no more than 18 months after the previous sacred molting. It felt... It felt like freedom. Hey, Krimtar? Yes, Squatch Ronson. How may I be of service? I'm sorry to interrupt, but I've got some paperwork for you to sign before you start work, and we gotta do it soon because I just slit the throat of one of my interns so we could use their blood as ink, and, well, it's starting to coagulate. Ah, of course. No problem, my hominid friend. January the 14th. My first day at work did not go according to plan. I began coverage of the traffic on Main Street was blinded by an unholy sight. Horrible metal monsters that roam around on spinning rubber feet, armed with so-called shields of wind, with which they used to obliterate all insects in their path. It became abundantly clear to me that the superterranean folk do not respect insect kind. And so, I let out a screech of bereavement to summon all nearby insects to ravage the commuters downtown. At first, I found myself at a loss. But upon hearing the screams of these pathetic humans, I am enlightened. I know what I must do now.